if you're new to this whole world of baby led weaning and starting solid foods, you might still be on the fence as to whether this approach is going to work for you. And if that's the case, I want to send you my free feeding guide called Will Baby Led Weaning Work for My Baby? This is a guide that contains a decision tree map that you can work your way through to determine if this is the right approach for you guys and then when it's time to start. Grab your copy of Will Baby Led Weaning Work for My Baby on my website at babyledweaning.co slash resources. I was doing my breakfast dishes this morning, turned the garbage disposal on, and then heard that terrible noise when you know something is in the disposal, but like you can totally tell the damage has already been done. Sure enough, it was an easy peasy tiny spoon, totally shredded, which if I've learned anything about these baby lead weaning spoons from Easy Peasy is that the garbage disposal and the dog both love them. And I was bummed because it's one of my favorite colors that they make, the light gray line, which is called pewter. But my garbage disposal disaster, I guess it came at just the right time because Easy Peasy is having their annual Mother's Day sale from this Friday to Sunday, so May 10th to 12th. You can get 20% off all of the Easy Peasy feeding gear with the affiliate discount code BLWMOM on orders of $50 or more. So this is a great time to stock up at 20% off because my regular Easy Peasy code is usually only for 10% off. So this bump up to 20% off is nice, but it's just for three days. So head to easypeasyfun.com to grab tiny spoons, their tiny cups, and the best suction mats and bowls for baby lead weaning. They have a really cool new bundle maker on their website if you want to group or piece a few items together or If you just don't want to think about it, then just grab one of the Easy Peasy First Foods sets. It has everything you need to give your baby a safe start to solid foods with baby led weaning. That code is BLWMOM for 20% off Easy Peasy orders of $50 or more now through Sunday, May 12th at easypeasyfun.com. And happy Mother's Day to you. Kids don't need fancy meals with a million different ingredients prepared in a million different ways. A simple black bean burger comes together in seconds. It's super nutritious. It can be made in large batches and frozen for later, and you don't have to worry about it. Hey there, I'm Katie Ferraro, registered dietitian, college nutrition professor, and mom of seven specializing in baby led weaning. Here on the Baby Led Weaning Made Easy podcast, I help you strip out all of the noise and nonsense about feeding leaving you with the confidence and knowledge you need to give your baby a safe start to solid foods using baby-led weaning. Hello and welcome back. Today, I am so excited because I have a super cool guest joining me. Chef Tatiana Rosana is here. She is a two-time Food Network Chopped Champion. She's the executive chef at the Envoy Hotel in Boston. And Tatiana and her wife are raising a baby-led weaning baby. His name is Arlo. He's eight months old. I actually met Tatiana, if you could say that, through Instagram. She has a super cool account documenting Arlo's baby-led weaning journey. And she's here today to talk to us like from her chef perspective, but also real-life mom status. How do we effectively do baby-led weaning meal prep? Because I know, you guys, it can be a drag trying to figure out what new foods to feed your baby or how to streamline your workflow so you're not spending all of your time meal prepping to feed the said baby. So I absolutely love the podcasting platform. It's such a cool way to share ideas. And I think you guys are really going to love what Chef Tatiana Rosana has to share inside of this podcast episode. As I said, she's a real life mom. She's a working mom. She makes amazing food for work all day long. Uh, She was on Chopped four times. She actually won Chopped twice, and then she got invited to be on Beat Bobby Flay. So she's going to talk a little bit about that and the stress, the pressure, why they're different, how it all kind of played into her personal and professional life. And and Tatiana is a first-generation Cuban-American. She's trained in French cooking, and 
Her wife is a first-generation Korean-American, so Tatiana is going to be sharing some really interesting ideas and different ways to incorporate a lot of diverse foods from various food cultures as you embark upon helping your baby learn how to eat. So with no further ado, here are some BLW meal prep tips from two-time Food Network chopped champion, Chef Tatiana Rosana. All right. Well, Tatiana, thank you so much for being here. I am so excited to get to talk to you. I know you peripherally from Instagram as one of Arlo's moms, and I love watching him learn how to eat. I know you guys are doing baby led weaning, but aside from that, you have a very interesting background in the food and culinary world. So I was wondering if you could just tell us a little bit about that and what your professional journey has been like up until this point. Absolutely. Well, first of all, I want to thank you so much for having me on. Um, I have been a huge fan of your account and your family and all of your advice has helped so much with our baby led weaning journey. So thank you for that. Thank you. But yeah, as a first generation Cuban American growing up in Miami, food was always a huge part of my day to day life. All of our triumphs and struggles kind of centered around coming together and cooking and learning about ingredients and how to prepare them. However, I didn't always plan on becoming a chef. I started out actually as a pre-med biomedical science major. However, I was painfully unhappy and I knew I wasn't following my heart. So about halfway through my degree, I did decide to completely change my career path and my passions led me to the kitchen. So I switched gears and went to culinary school before moving to Boston to further that career journey. And since then, I've appeared on Food Network's Chopped four times, actually winning twice. And I've been on the show Beat Bobby Flay, just narrowly missing out a win against him. And I'm the executive chef of the Envoy Hotel in Boston, Massachusetts. So it's been a really amazing and interesting journey so far. Oh my gosh, that is crazy. So you start, you've been on the show four times. Like, How does it work to get invited back? I'm just curious. Yeah. So the first time um, I'm really active on social media and Instagram. And actually the first time they asked me to be on the show, they reached out to me um, via my Instagram and it was a Cuban themed episode. So that was a lot of fun because I got to kind of mix my culture with my cooking passion. So that was awesome. And I got to take home the win and actually winning that was kind of what gave me the money to start my family and have Arlo in the first place. So it kind of came full circle. And they just kept inviting me back for more like champion tournaments. And the last time I competed, I was almost seven months pregnant with Arlo. So it was really a, a full circle moment for me, but it was a lot of fun. I love that you used your chopped wittings to start your family. That's so cool. Yeah, it was. It was amazing. So they reached out to you on Instagram. That's crazy. Did you think it was like fake at first? I would be like, whatever, it's not real. So at first I kind of did, but then they called me and I got to speak with the producers and um, it kind of came together really quickly. And before I knew it, I was in the chopped kitchen, like about to open that basket of secret ingredients. And it was really amazing. Oh my gosh. How did the Bobby Flay thing come about? So Bobby Flay, it's a bunch of different producers, but they do kind of all work kind of closely together. So after I was on Chopped, they called me to be on Be Bobby Flay and just to see if I was interested. And I was like, why not? I've, I've already done Chopped, so let's do it. Is there any like differences between the two, like more stressful, less stressful, nicer? Be Bobby Flay is definitely a lot more fun. I would say Chopped is a lot of fun, but Chopped is very real and a whole lot of pressure. And that clock waits for no one. And those secret ingredients are really a secret and you don't know what they're going to be. And so Chopped was a, a lot more pressure. And Chopped, there's money on the line. If you win 
against Bobby, it's kind of bragging rights. But if you win Chop, there's a decent amount of money on the line there. So, oh my gosh, I didn't even think about that, but that makes sense. So, yeah, okay, we did two Chopped episodes about baby led weeding. I'm like embarrassed for you to listen to them, maybe because you'd be like, that's no, no. not actually how Chopped works. So, I'm not a big TV person, but we like we always get episode ideas from listeners. They put them in the reviews at Apple Podcasts. And two of the girls who helped me with the podcast, Caitlin and Lauren, were like, you have to do a chopped episode. Everyone's asking for it. And I was like, I don't even know how that works. Like, we'll put it all together for you. But it was like secret ingredients for me where they, they kind of surprised me with the ingredients for like, all right, how would you make this for baby led weaning? And I was like, yeah. this is so easy. And they're like, see, this is not easy to other people, but like you could tell me any food and I could like tell you how to make it safe and interesting for a baby to eat. But as far as like doing it on TV for adults, like mm-hmm. there is no way that I could ever do that. So, oh my gosh, it's so much pressure, but chopped and baby led weaning actually have a lot in common because you do have to find ways of putting these ingredients together and, and whatever you have in your pantry, you know, kind of make it work. So I love that you did those podcasts. They're amazing. Okay. And I'm going to link to your real chopped episodes in the show notes for this mm-hmm. episode, you guys. So if you go to blwpodcast.com forward slash 86, we found all your videos. <laughs> Sorry, we kind <laughs> of stalked you. Well, what happened just so everyone knows is that Tatiana's son Arlo is doing baby led weaning. I was following your baby led weaning account. And then I don't know, I think we just connected on DM yeah. and you mentioned chopped. And then I went and saw your profile page. I was like, oh, in real life, she's like a superstar chopped chef and an executive chef. But it's funny because I was first interested in like, oh my gosh, what's Arlo eating today? So <laughs> that's awesome. I love that. I'm glad we got introduced to you. And I'm so glad you could come on because I've been trying to do a meal prep episode for a while. But other than like make food ahead of time and put it in the freezer, like that's not like people know to do that. That's not entirely helpful. So yep. I know we've kind of thrown around some ideas, but I just, I guess we need to talk first about Arlo before we talk about what we actually make for food. So your interest, your expertise in food, obviously off the charts. And I love to hear like what chef moms like really make at home when it comes to your family. So tell us a little bit about when Arlo turned six months, why you decided to explore baby led weaning for your son. Absolutely. Um, So Arlo was actually born three and a half weeks early. So we started a little after he turned six months to make sure he was six months adjusted age. But my wife and I always knew that baby led weaning was the way we wanted to go. We wanted to instill, you know, our love for food in our son and also wanted to make sure that he was an active participant in his eating journey, both of which I think are kind of at the core of baby led weaning. And we knew we wanted him to try as many textures and flavors as early and as often as possible to encourage that adventurous and independent food experiences for him, which is going pretty great so far. But because we have such a strong kind of food core in our lives, baby led weaning for us was kind of a no brainer. We definitely wanted to introduce Arlo to that as soon as possible. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. If you've been thinking about giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's a convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online experience. All you do is just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. I used to think therapy was just for people who have experienced major trauma, but therapy can help you be at your best no matter what you're going through. So whether it's to learn new positive coping skills, set more realistic boundaries, or just show up as a better version of yourself, BetterHelp is here to help. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so that you can do more of it. 
If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can help you get there and BetterHelp can help you. Visit betterhelp.com slash weaning today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash weaning and get 10% off your first month. You're lucky though, because most people's partner, significant other, whoever's helping with feeding is not necessarily as into it as the person who like decides to do it. So does your wife have a background in food or did you both know about baby led weaning? Like, I feel like as new parents, a lot of people don't know about it. Yeah. So she had no idea at all. I was kind of the one that brought it up to her and gave her all the research and showed her your page and gave her the rundown of all of it. But she is also in the industry. She works in banquets. She's kind of the guest facing part of it though. So it's fun because we have both aspects of the same industry in our household, but she is an amazing home cook in her own right. And she is a huge foodie. So it really was a no brainer for us to want to do baby led weaning because food is such a big part of our lives. Um, And we also didn't want Arlo to be a passive eater. We didn't want it to be something where he was just opening his mouth and swallowing as opposed to actually enjoying textures and flavors, which was really important for us. And he gets to eat so many amazing foods. You're first generation Cuban American, your wife is first generation Korean American. I've seen like a whole gamut of foods that he has been able to eat. He's eight months old now at the time of this recording. I'm curious, what's been one of the biggest surprises for you guys about helping Arlo learn how to eat? You know, one of the biggest surprises has definitely been how quickly he's picked up self-feeding and open cup drinking because in the beginning it was very difficult. Like this isn't something that naturally they're just going to know how to do off the bat on their own. Um, But seeing him progress from day to day has been really amazing. Starting out, he could almost hardly hold the spoon properly, putting the wrong side of the spoon in his mouth, kind of just playing with it, which was still fun and still of a way of him learning. But now he's like shoveling in mouthfuls of food, like a professional with the spoon. So he's doing really great. And I like that you point out that it doesn't start like magically, like it, you're in kind of the golden age now when they're eight, nine, 10 months of age. It's generally you guys, when you've been feeding your baby for about four, six, some babies even take eight weeks to really get the hang of it. So I think it is important that we talk about the other side of it. Like, yes, shoveling food in your mouth is great, but the audience loves to hear like what the hard stuff is as well. Cause not every baby's super interested in food right off the bat. And that's totally fine. That's typical. Curious if you guys had any struggles or challenges so far in baby led weaning with Arlo that you've encountered if you feel comfortable sharing? Of course. Um, So like I mentioned in the beginning, he wasn't interested as much in actually eating the food. It was a lot more kind of playing with it and throwing it on the floor and getting it everywhere except in his mouth, which I think for us and I think for a lot of first-time baby-led waiting parents, that could be frustrating because you kind of want them to start out and already know what they're doing and get the scary parts out of the way, but that's not realistic. You're there to help them learn and to be on the journey with them. So watching them progress is really part of that journey. And honestly, as a first time and full-time working mom, it was pretty overwhelming in the beginning, kind of getting used to the gags, which are definitely scary at first. But I consistently had to remind myself that gagging is inevitable and completely normal and part of his learning process. Also getting through the eight major allergens was a bit scary. And we just finished our last one, which was soy. We gave him tofu last night and he did great, but there was times, you know, through all of that where we weren't sure we could continue with it. It was definitely overwhelming, but we're glad we persisted. And it's been so helpful not only to have such an understanding and supportive partner, but also to have an entire community like yourself and like other parents going through this journey with us to lean on and learn from. Oh yeah. And another thing is the mess. (laughs) The mess is 
extreme at a lot of times. It took a lot of getting used to watching, you know, Arlo throw things on the ground as opposed to eating them. But seeing him light up when he encounters those new tastes and textures is completely worth it. And I think it's cool because like you're in a professional setting all day long. Your wife is as well. Like you guys are, you're good at what you do and it involves food. And then when you turn around to feed a baby, sometimes we feel like, man, this is like totally different. You have to kind of shift your mindset. You have to get Mm -hmm. comfortable with the mess. Like if one of your kitchen staff threw food all over the place, you'd be like, hey man, that's not cool. But with the baby, it's like, this is part of the learning how to eat process and more and more of it gets in their mouth. Now, just heads up down the road, like usually 10 month, 11 month old babies, they kind of go through a phase where they go back to throwing food around. And a lot of times if you're experiencing that though, they're a little bit farther down the pike as far as their developmental abilities and also their ability to recognize and respond to their own hunger cues. So for those of you guys, if you have like, you know, 10, 11 month old babies who are throwing food or playing with food, if it's happening right at the beginning of the meal, that's sometimes an indicator that they're not actually hungry. So early on, babies can't feel and respond to hunger. So when Arlo's dropping food at eight months, it's just because he's learning what to do. But later, once they do get the hang of it, if they're messing around and not interested in food early on, it might be a good idea to take a look at, you know, how much milk is he having and how close to the meal is it? Is he full from milk or is he full from snacks? Because that happens sometimes as well. We we want our babies to feel a little bit of hunger so that they in turn can participate. But I know he's like digging it right now. Yeah. Can we talk about meal prep? Because that's like yes. the thing that parents always want to know about because nobody has time to be prepping a bunch of new foods from scratch multiple times a day. And of course, no one expects you to. But anything you have as a chef that you could share with us, things you do to streamline your family food prep that also includes like making new foods for Arlo. Yeah, absolutely. So what I like to do is on like Sunday or my day off, I like to pre-plan a week or a couple weeks ahead. And then I actually build my meals and my ingredients on top of each other. So for instance, if day one is chickpeas, then I'll make a large batch of hummus with them. And then day two, I'll introduce cucumbers, which go great with hummus. And then day three, I'll introduce lamb and chili with cucumbers and hummus. So kind of that one prepped ingredient goes through the entire week, maybe in different iterations or different ways of preparing it. But like, let's say I introduce sweet potato one day, then I'll roast off a bunch of sweet potato. Um, And the next day, if I'm introducing ground beef, I'll make beef patties with the already roasted sweet potato mixed in. So my prep all plays off of each other. And each day is super simple because half of the work is already done the day before. So I hope that makes sense. But And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, Yeah. Just, and I think some parents are like, wait, what? I can feed the same food. Mm -hmm. Heck yeah. Same food three times a day. If you want same food three days in a row, like as long as you're introducing something else and keeping, you know, moving forward, you do not need to be making all this new food from scratch. No one has time for that. Mm -mm. Are there foods that you found that Arlo can eat, or you like to prepare that you can refrigerate and freeze ahead of time. And then like, if you're not feeling it or you don't have time, you just reheat or defrost them on a busier day. Yeah. I mean, honestly, Arlo loves everything, period. The kid is a tank and there's nothing he won't eat, but he really loves all protein and meat. And because of that, I love making chili for him because I feel like you can change it up so much. It freezes really great and you can use it as a way of using up any leftover veggies that you might have. So for instance, he loves lamb, which is super surprising and really exciting for me. But I will make like a lamb chili and I'll use chickpeas in it or chicken and white beans and throw in those sweet potatoes I was talking about earlier because you can cook these up in really large batches and they're really great for baby led weaning. Um, And like I said, they freeze amazingly well. And all you have to do is take out a small portion, defrost it or throw it in the microwave or in a pot really quick. And you have 
dinner in honestly seconds. And I know some people think, oh wait, soups or stews, like how can babies eat those before they know how to use a spoon? You just make them a little bit thicker, you guys. Like I would mm-hmm. strain off the extra liquid. You can leave a liquid in there, but it might get pretty messy. And they they do start to learn how to dip and scoop with their own spoon. But you can make them nice and thick where your baby can be eating the chili with their hands. Um, and I love that idea of taking an idea like chili and then making it four or five different ways because there are so many different ingredients that can be incorporated into a recipe like that. Absolutely. Okay, what about for the parents and the caregivers who are listening and they feel really overwhelmed? Because you mentioned it, even at like it's your profession and it still can be overwhelming because you have to now make food for another person in your family. So for those that are just like dipping their toes into the water for cooking or food prepping, do you have any kitchen hacks or tips or tricks that are working for you and your wife at your house that we could maybe also implement in our home kitchens? Yeah. So my biggest piece of advice, um, not only for baby led weaning, but in general for home cooking is to keep it simple, keep it seasonal and be open to changing your plans, right? Kids don't need fancy meals with a million different ingredients prepared in a million different ways. A simple black bean burger comes together in seconds. It's super nutritious. It can be made in large batches and frozen for later, and you don't have to worry about it. If you have mango on your list of items to introduce for the week, but mangoes are out of stock at your local grocery store or they're not in season and the papaya looks really amazing, introduce the papaya instead. Your child will still be exposed to different ingredients and different textures. And honestly, the more seasonal the fruit or vegetable is, the tastier it normally is anyways. Also, don't put so much pressure on yourself. We don't have to be professional chefs in our home kitchens. Our children are not going to expect us to be professional chefs in our home kitchen. This should be a fun experience, not only for our children, but also for ourselves. I feel like it's a moment in our children's lives that are really setting them up for future food experiences and getting them to enjoy kind of this dining experience. And, you know, it should be fun and it should be something that we're enjoying together. So taking that pressure off of us and going with the flow more, I think will make not only tastier meals, but just a better experience overall. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. And I appreciate that you pointed out that it doesn't have to be professional or look amazing because I love your baby led weaning account. It's hello.its.arlo, A-R-L-O. And it's just like real life food. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's a professional chef. Her baby is eating a variety of foods, but it's like, I could make those foods and I've never been on Chopped because on your professional Instagram, she's on Instagram at chef.tatiana. It's like amazing, beautiful, well-styled food. And someday Arlo will get to eat all that if he's not already, but it doesn't have to look like that when we're starting new foods with babies. So I really appreciate your Instagram because it seems like very attainable and doable. And you're just giving us like great ideas of different foods. Because for example, you know, you're bringing a Cuban food culture to the family and your wife is bringing Korean American foods. I'm just curious, any like Cuban foods or dishes or staple items that you've been able to modify to make safe for Arlo to eat? Yeah. So, I mean, so far I've done a lot with mojo sauce, which is like a garlic and lime and like dried oregano sauce, which I've braised a lot of his meats in. And that's great because it keeps it super moist, but it's definitely a staple in our cuisine. Um, And it's so much fun to watch him like just love every second of it. 
And also with the Korean food, we just gave them short ribs, which are kind of a big meat product in in Korean cuisine. And it's just so much fun to watch him adapt to the different cuisines that we give him and enjoy like every second of it. And I love, you guys sound like super jazzed about feeding your baby, which I know sometimes when you do something for work, it can be really a grind to go home and have to do the same thing again. But I can tell that you really love cooking and it's so great that you found a way to share that passion with Arlo. So I got to ask about feedback from Arlo because I mean, the pressure on Chopped, it must've been so intense and you have to stand there and smile. Everyone's critiquing your food. Oh my gosh, but you are totally tough as nails. But I would assume it's like kind of nice to have an audience of one who pretty much likes everything you offer. Is that a cool change of pace to like have it be a little bit less pressure at home than at work? Oh my, it's honestly the best. Like watching Arlo's face light up when he tries something new, it is worth every single second of prep or every single second of worry. Um, And it's definitely a whole lot less pressure. Honestly, even if he's having an off eating day, which is normal. And sometimes he just doesn't do as well as he does other days. At the end of the day, like he looks up at me with just complete love and adoration and it's worth everything. So I know a lot of our parents are interested in meal prep. So you seem to like have it very top of mind because you're right in the thick of it. Like the new foods that Arlo's eating, you mentioned mango, and then you mentioned the black beans and the ground beef. Like what foods are on the horizon? Like name a couple of the foods. And then just if you can, like freestyle and let us know how you're thinking about preparing them because you have such great prep ideas. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So we're planning on introducing pork pretty soon. He hasn't had pork yet. And that's big in Cuban cuisine. And I love braising like a whole pork shoulder and kind of giving it kind of like a deconstructed taco because he's had um, most of the other ingredients like avocados and the whole milk yogurt, which we've given him. So I think I'm really excited about kind of a taco Tuesday with the braised pork shoulder that I'm going to give him and some yogurt in, in place of sour cream and the avocado. But yeah, honestly, I just love perusing the grocery store and seeing kind of what's new and interesting and going from there. So I think he's going to have a lot of really fun food coming up and I can't wait to share it with everybody. Oh, we are so excited. And you guys, again, on Instagram, it's hello.its.arlo. And I'll link everything up from Tatiana's episodes on Food Network to her work Instagram, to Arlo's Instagram on the show notes for this episode at blwpodcast.com forward slash 86. So you mentioned going to the grocery store, which I'm always interested, like how chefs really shop. Like, do you buy stuff online pandemic style? Or are you like actually still going to stores and buying stuff? And are you buying it for work? And then like, oh, I'll pick this up for Arlo or how does that work? Um, We do a little bit of both. So I do like getting my dry goods kind of delivered to us and things that we already like know how they're going to come and not have to pick it out. But I also get a lot of inspiration from the produce aisle and seeing what looks good and what could be used or transforms for baby led weaning. So we do kind of a hybrid, a little bit of both online and in-store grocery shopping for Arlo. And then when I'm coming up for new menus at the restaurant and hotel, that definitely piques my inspiration and motivation for what I'm going to serve him in the future because, you know, the possibilities are endless and it's so much fun to see him try new things. So yeah, it's been amazing. And I love that you're not stretching it too far. I think parents ask, I don't know what to cook. And then I always say, okay, if you were at a restaurant right now, what would you order? Mm -hmm. And then whatever your answer is, let's work backwards and we can make that safe for your baby to eat. Like think about the foods you already want to be eating. I love it. You're like working on menus for work and there is some components of that that would definitely work for baby led weaning. Like you're not thinking of entirely different menus for your kid, which is really important because you would totally burn out if that were the case. Yes, absolutely. Alrighty. So I'm going to link up everything, like I mentioned, at the show notes, blwpodcast.com forward slash 86. But can you just tell us where we can go to learn more 
about you, your work, and then obviously for those of us that need to continue watching Arlo Learn How to Eat, where's that at? Yes, absolutely. So I'm documenting Arlo's baby-led weaning journey on his Instagram. Um, as you mentioned, it's hello.its.arlo. And I do day by day, every single thing we're feeding him. I have recipes on there for you and just kind of any tips and tricks I throw on there as well. Um, and then professionally, if you're interested in anything I'm doing either on TV or at the restaurant, you can find that at chef.tatiana, that's T-A-T-I-A-N-A. And I love putting on, again, tips, tricks, and recipes on there that might be better suited for adults. Um, but definitely still as fun. So please feel free to check me out on there. And if you're ever in Boston, come visit me at the Envoy Hotel. And I would be delighted and honored to cook for you. So how is it going at the hotel? I've been meaning to ask, like with pandemic and restaurants, I'm in San Diego. I mean, every part of the world is different at the time of the recording because of restrictions related to COVID. How are you doing work-wise? Yeah, so we are super strict with COVID protocols here. And we have completely sectioned off some plexiglass sectionals over on our rooftop. So we have an amazing rooftop with views of the city, but we call them our ice boxes because it is quite chilly over here right now. Um, But they are heated and we spray sanitize them between each guest that comes. And we do have our lighted and heated igloos. If you go on our website at envoyhotel.com, you can see those there, but they're these amazing igloos that are heated inside and you can order your food. And again, they get um, spray sanitized down between each guest. And it's just amazing what we're doing here with everything, but it's completely safe and definitely delicious if you want to get out and get some fresh air. Okay. That's Boston fans. You got to go visit Tatiana is the executive chef at the Envoy Hotel, and they'll probably come and ask you a bunch of questions about baby led weaning. Yes. If I can, if it's not too nosy, do you and your wife like switch off? Because if you're, I'm always interested in two working parent households. Do you just take shifts or does someone else help you guys watch Arlo when you're working? So my wife has actually been um, at home the majority of the time. She has worked a little bit since the pandemic started, but she, luckily it's been unlucky and lucky, but Fortunately for us, she's been able to do most of the prep for Arlo's baby led weaning. But on the days that she does work, we go ahead and pull out some of those pre-made meals and then add in whatever ingredient um, we want to introduce for the day. So it's been working out for us to be able to like pre-batch and pre-prep prep a bunch of food for him ahead of time and then use that throughout the week with new ingredients. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. It was such an honor to get to speak with you. And thanks for sharing all of the great meal tips. This is so cool. Thank you, Katie. It was such a pleasure. And if anybody ever has any questions, feel free to reach out to me. And it was a pleasure speaking to you. Thank you so much for everything you've taught me so far. And I look forward to seeing what else you have. And we look forward to seeing Arlo like continue with all the new foods. It's been amazing. Yes. All right. Bye now. Thank you. Bye-bye. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that interview with some ideas on some BLW meal prep tips. I think Chef Tatiana Rosana is so down to earth. Like, you know, the foodie people sometimes can be so intimidating. And I have to be real, when I saw her pro Instagram, I was like, oh my gosh, like this is way too much. Most parents are going to feel super overwhelmed if this is how she's making food for her baby. But then go look at hello.its.arlo, her baby led weaning account. And it is the real deal. I mean, she's just in there showing you how you make these different foods. I'm going to link to everything she shared, including her show episodes from Food Network, if you guys want to check them out. That's all going to be on the show notes for this particular episode, which you can find at blwpodcast.com. Tatiana, thanks again for being here. That was super cool. And you guys, thank you so much for listening. Go check out Arlo. He is a doll and I am kind of obsessed with watching all of the foods that he's learning how to eat. See you guys next time. Bye now. Bye now. 